Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com, episode 235. We're going to talk about AEW Dynamite. We're going to toot it and boot it. We, I thought uh, it was DQ and Pinfall. I think it's DQ and Pinfall, but I think we got to come up with something that's Sorry for interrupting. a little more, more riny. No, that's fine. Whatever. Um, we're going to talk about AEW Dynamite, toot it and boot it, or DQ and Pinfall. We're not sure yet. Uh, we have one news item, and we have some, some, uh, some questions or a question from a person who listens to this show, possibly. We never really know. <laughs> we have two questions. We do? Yeah. Okay. Well, two, quest- two questions. But before we get to all that, my name is John, and joining me as she does every time the entire world is on fire is the Lance Storm to my Chris Candido, Marianne. Hello. So the world has been on fire for 235 episodes? Yes. <laughs> I mean, actually, yeah, it probably has. <laughs> I was I w- like, the original joke I was going to make is I can't believe you've let me talk for 235 episodes. Which is not true. Well, because, yeah, you let Kyle talk. And to let Kyle talk for 70 episodes, I think. Only 70. I don't yeah, know. But that's still too many episodes to let me talk. But, yeah. I gotta. How I gotta are you? Um, I'm I'm hanging in there, Marianne. The world is fucking shitty, and uh, everything is terrible. But if we work together and don't be complete fucking morons and assholes to other people, maybe just maybe for the first time in the history of everything, we can work this out. How is it all down in L.A.? Because you everything's like really it's compact and huge down there. Fucking weird. I'll tell you that much. Um, where I am right now, um, I am in the valley, as it is called. Uh, pretty quiet over here. I do hear sirens going up and down the freeways here every couple of um, hours, minutes, you name it. Uh, we have, I believe, a curfew here. I heard 4 o'clock. I heard 3 o'clock for Beverly Hills. Ew, what? 3 p.m. So 54, mi- 54 minutes ago, um, I know the National Guard is in downtown Los Angeles right now. Uh, things mm-hmm. are things are not great. Things are not great, but um, they're not great because a really not great thing happened. Ag- oh, my God. Ag- Again, you know. Yeah, because so, it, it all happens at once, you know? Yeah fucking insane so I think somebody tweeted how lucky the people are who just got shot up into space what yes a time to leave Earth. yes good for them they got out while they come back and there's fucking nothing left i mean <laughs> fingers crossed uh, uh but yeah i i yeah just things are uh are pretty insane right now um just uh yeah i i don't think we're, we'll get too much into it right now because it's not like if you don't know about it, then what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be talking about something everyone's like, we know. But at the same time, it's like. I mean, it, it is good fuck. to, uh, you know, us as uh, white people should be backing up our friends who this is affecting the most. Yeah. Straight white male in America, John Pingle. And I'm, I'm trying my best to do that. And I just, you know, 
I'm just one person, but if if it is if it is the many, then hopefully we can we can affect some change and yeah. get these fucking dickheads out of here. God, it's real hard to weed them out, though, you know? It really is. But you know what? I mean, it's even easier when they're doing it and social media catches them in uniform doing it. Oh, that's the best. It's And it's happening at... at um, Mary, you know what? We will talk about one thing. Marianne, did you see the video of the guy... Uh, excuse me, the white guy with the sword? Did you see this video? Uh, I think I saw somebody with a bow and arrow. Oh, well, that guy got the shit kicked out of him, too. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't see the sword. No. So the sword guy, I because uh, and I guess my my message to everyone will be is was it a LARPing sword or an actual sword? Well, he said it was a machete. Uh, I mean, spoiler oh, alert. Like that's better. Spo- <laughs> spoiler alert. He wasn't murdered like every like the Internet said he was. Uh, so. I guess my cautionary tale is when you read something, stop, look around and see if you can find the truth before you assume that what you are currently reading is the truth. It's called fact checking. Especially with videos, because a lot of the time people will see a video and immediately jump to conclusions. And my stepdad and I had this conversation when you don't know what happened before that started and what happened afterwards. So the original, you could be missing. It could be edited in a way that, Oh, it appear. absolutely. And this video was. And at first I went, that doesn't seem correct. And it wasn't correct. So the original video I saw was, oh, my God, these rioters just murdered this man in the street. And it was a bunch of people uh, quite literally kicking the shit out of a man. And when he tried to get up uh, and I laughed because this guy is a fucking piece of shit. Uh, when he tried to get up and get away, he uh, took a brick to the face and went immediately oh. down. So That's I was like, oh, shit. no, they killed that guy. And then I went, wait a minute. Let's uh, let's read some comments here. Let's see why they killed him. He wasn't dead. He's fine. And he has actually come out and been like, so funny thing. I'm the guy that got his ass kicked in this video. I'm like, you're an idiot. You should feel bad for me. So what was happening is the whole video is him swinging a machete at uh, protesters who were doing nothing. Uh, He's just swinging a machete at them. And then uh, the number games came in and uh, the rest of the video played out. Um, That's hilarious. Um, I just, I just really like seeing this because my biggest, my biggest thing, and you know this about me, I'm just a naturally pessimistic person. Right. So I automatically am just like people are a piece, like people are shit. So all of this stuff that's happening, I'm like, oh no, I perfectly understand that there are shitty people coming out of the woodwork because I always knew they were there. Like my mom always looks at things through like rose colored glasses. Right. And so she... And she was like, but there's a lot of good people, too. And then uh, Josh came over on Friday and he was saying all of the racist things that he's experienced when he lived in Monterey. Yeah. And when he was a kid in Morgan Hill and my mom had like no idea. And, and Josh is Mexican. And so like yeah. he was like the horrible stuff that I have had to deal with in this town. And somebody in Morgan Hill posted a white um, power symbol. I saw that. The, uh, with a Trump wig on it. This is 2020. And yeah. it got ripped down right quick. In yeah. my hometown. I was like, are you kidding me right now? Well, it's, every, like, it's everywhere. So many people exist. And I'm like, if you are blind to how fucking garbage people are, especially it's, it's particularly garbage if you're editing videos to swing it towards your view during this going on. Oh, yeah. 
if you're taking time to do that, you're just as bad. Like, let it pan out. But I mean, the best things are when you see cops who are refusing to take part in this or they're siding with protesters. Right. I believe uh, we've seen that in Santa Cruz. We saw that in. Oh, we would. Oh, my goodness. Where's the other guy who said I, he threw his baton down and all of his other stuff? And I think one of them was in Kansas. I think so, which is. Yeah. I'm and there was a surprised. there was a sheriff. There was a sheriff that did it. Yes. The sheriff somewhere. is the one I'm talking about. Yeah. in like small towns like Midwest places. And it's like fucking good for you, you know, and it's like and that's heartwarming. And the line of I think it was mostly white women where they linked arms and were protecting the protesters from the police. Yeah. I saw a video of a girl get pushed down and called a stupid fucking bitch by a cop. That was in San Jose. And man, I'm. No, I'm was it yeah, it was. He he. Uh, oh, he's he said he said, shut up, bitch. And no, then, that wasn't. It was a different video. Oh, somebody, oh, oh somebody well, I'm not surprised. I guess you, you spit on him, and she was like, "I was wearing a mask. You could see that I was wearing a mask. I didn't fucking spit on him." Yeah. And there was video footage of her later. She's at the hospital. Yeah. I love the video of them trying to uh, commandeer a, a public bus, and the bus driver was like, "Nah, fuck you," and then got off the bus and wouldn't drive it. <laughs> Did you see that? No, I haven't seen that. And the police, I think it was in New York City. The police took a city, like a, a public bus and tried to use it to transport all the people they arrested during this time. And the bus driver was like, uh, no, and got off the bus and would not drive it. Amazing. Yeah. I was like, fuck yes. Why did they think that somebody was going to side with them when this is going on, especially somebody that runs a city bus? Yeah. All the people that they have to see that suffer all the time. Are you kidding me? Yeah idiot so it is it is absolute chaos um i was gonna say remember when we said we weren't gonna get into it and then yeah totally got on <laughs> then we did, but that's fine i think you know we need to this talk is about a tangent it. cast we need Speaking to talk of about tangents it. finale of rupaul's drag race dog well hold on marianne because i um i told you i had own personal news oh ooh, and this is not pup dates before you this guys is get not a pup date says. this not is not a pup date this is an actual update um, starting tomorrow, I will be back at World of Wonder. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for screaming. Are you kidding? No, you actually stifled that pretty well. I'm proud of you. Me? Yeah, that was not. Because I knew if I started shrieking, the dog would start barking. Yes. Good oh, my job. God. I also almost knocked my chair over. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, oh I'm, I'm going to be. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So you get to work with Ernesto and Ron again. Yeah. So and my first task, Marianne, is to watch season 12 of Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, you don't have an excuse not to watch. I know. Guys, I don't think you understand how important this news is. I am so excited about this. Yeah, so I am also excited. I mean, um, how did you land this? Ernesto called me and said, "I need somebody. Are you interested?" I said, "Sure." And that was the end of it. Oh uh, my fucking god! Yeah, so that's incredible. You need you need to do it because it's a quarantine at the end of the season. The quarantine setup for the fucking finale. Weird as shit. Yeah, I mean, I did you see my Jan shirt? By the way, I did. Very nice. Oh, Jan. 
So I'm I'm pretty excited. Um, it is it's going to be different because I'm going to be w- still working from home. I will not have nearly as much free time as I have had in you know because it's a nine to nine to five. And you're or, still a busy motherfucker. Yes, and I'm very glad that I I at least up until uh, this afternoon cleared out my queue of of wrestling that Dan had been uh, sending me. So it's don't you Dan don't you dare send him more. He already sent me two today. I'm very God excited. damn it, Dan. I'm excited. He he. He will never he better never stop sending me stuff i'm just saying god damn it <laughs> so uh yeah that's my that's my news so that's that's exciting i start tomorrow and uh i'm i have been tasked with um watching drag race that is incredible obviously I've been talking a lot about it with ernesto like as i was watching it i would text him about it like ernesto and ron yeah oh my god obviously i, I am not just watching the show i am actually doing work while watching the show but I am still oh my God, watching that's the best kind of work. Still watching the show nonetheless. I've been working like physical labor. We had to have our entire warehouse cleaned out by Friday. Oh boy. Of last week. And I was not notified of this until Tuesday. Yeah. We were off on Monday. And I had to go in. And it's a warehouse where literally our office, like we deal with paperwork. So you can imagine how many filing cabinets we have. Uh-huh. Um, we had like six or seven filing cabinets in the back, plus two big filing cabinets with office supplies. And then we had industrial shelves, like eight or nine industrial shelves. And all of these had to be taken apart. And we had to clear out the entire warehouse because we're, it's being rented out to the people next door and we don't need the warehouse anymore. And so I had to take all the stuff that we still needed and put it inside. So it looks like a tornado fucking blew up in our office. And I warned a manager. I was like, if you come in, I'm sorry. Like... If you can't get somewhere, I'm sorry. But I mean, it was my, my, uh, I almost said store manager. My office manager asked me to come in because she knew I liked doing that stuff. And she's just kind of letting me feng shui the shit out of everything on my own, That's which great. is my jam. Cause she trusts that I'll know where to put things huh. and I know how to downsize stuff. And I was like, man, we don't ever need labels, mailing labels ever again. Do you know how many I found? <laughs> like just, I found literally a whole shelf in one of our, in one of our cabinets was just floppy disks. Wow floppy yeah. disks dude did you had you ever before then used a floppy disk that i was just gonna say that i was just gonna say i was alive during the time of floppy disks and like my dad had them and stuff but i've never actually used one i was like too young to like or, i mean i may have but i don't remember because there's um there's we're never gonna talk about wrestling uh <laughs> <laughs> So there's the the original floppy disks, which are, were you know, floppy. I wanna I wanna know, uh, Dominic. What do you call floppy disks in German? Oh, that's a good question. Because they had like it the, better be ridiculous. They had the big one, and then they had like the three point five one that had a little bit more of a um of a plastic shell, like a sturdy shell. Are you talking about those? I was talking about the plastic ones that were like cards. They're like discs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like circular. Yeah, there was like, they were all rubber banded together and there was tons of them. There was also a Rolodex. Holy crap. Yeah, it was, it was insane. The weird stuff we have here and we had shelves and shelves of just empty binders. Yeah. I was like, who is a fucking hoarder in this building? I don't know. Like, are you kidding me? And so like I, and I couldn't lift the trash can after I filled it up and I couldn't use a dolly to put it on the, on the trash, like trash can on the dolly because it's round. So it would keep rolling off. Like it was, it was a nightmare, but I was getting my like physical workout going in. And she was like, if you want to log extra hours, you can do that. But yes, John, welcome back to the world of the employed people. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's uh, 
It's going to be fun. I'm excited. Um, I am stoked. You need to let me know whose team you're on. Uh, you are not allowed to badmouth Jan. You got it. I will. I Jan's will not, not my Jan's not my favorite. Uh huh. But I love me some Jan. But um, I do. I do have a favorite. Her name's Crystal Method. Okay. But uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I was well, like, I can't not say it. Um, well, well yeah. I we will. I surely talk about it tomorrow. Dude, Drag Race is like the best reality show, you guys. It is such a feel good show. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's the only show that I could sit down and I'm like, I, I'm sad. I'm gonna watch this, even if I've seen it before, and it just is consistently funny every time I watch it. Oh yeah, it's great. It's so great. it's just good shit. But anyways, this is a uh, I almost said a Drag Race podcast. <laughs> oh boy, what if? Uh, not this yet. Is a Wrestle Graps podcast. It is, and we we do have some some news that just broke a little bit ago. Uh, old Donnie Dijak is moving to the Raw roster, which is pretty interesting. I can't say Raw roster. I just want to go roster. Raw roster. It's just a tongue. I don't like it. So yeah, Dominic Dijakovic moving to Raw. I think this is a great. Remember when thing. you couldn't say his name? His new name. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I. It's awful. <laughs> well, what? How did I? I can't even remember how I used to pronounce it. Dijakovic. Dijakovic. There you go. Dijakovic. But yeah, but it, I love Donovan Dijak was my favorite. Oh yeah, Donnie Dijak. That's that's best. a great fucking wrestling name. Absolutely. So I think this is great, mainly because we won't get to see the seventy sixth match between him and Keith Lee. Uh, I think you know it, anything to get one of them away from the other is is great. I'm excited. It's, to it's see. like we get it; they have chemistry. We get it. Yeah, and I'm excited to see him go up against other people. I think this is a good move. We, we will see. I mean, he's a big guy. I would like to see understatement. Him. Yeah, I would like to see him go up against many a people. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh my God, I hope my I hope my tummy doesn't grumble loud enough for everyone to hear. And Same. Honey. Yeah, I'm gonna. We're gonna. I had a lucky yesterday. Oh, I haven't had a milkshake in forever. I have been. It was been, a Neapolitan milkshake too. Man, I've been cooking shit like a motherfucker. Have you done the German potato salad yet? No, I have to do that Get on that shit. I made. I want you to learn learn how to make your own breakfast crunch wrap. Oh, okay. That was one of my favorite tweets by you. Taco Bell breakfast is the breakfast for you and me. It is. Wow, breakfast country. Circa like 2018 or something. <laughs> something like that. I think. I don't know. It is so good. So AEW Dynamite, obviously we did not record last week. So, you know, some changes in champions and some other stuff. Um, oh, I guess, first of all, Tudor boot this TNA championship, Marianne. The the one that looks like a paper cutout, like one of those, like girls used to have these paper dolls that you could cut out and then put tabs around their outfits yeah. to hold them on. That's yeah. what it looks like. Yeah. Not unlike uh, Nina West's finale outfit in Drag Race last year. My God. Um, going to tie that back. Where yes. she had it, where it had the tabs yes. sticking out. Yes. Yeah, but it is awful. Yeah, it looks uh, like dog shit. I like that silence in there. It looks like dog shit. Didn't you say that it's unfinished? It, they claim it's unfinished because they... Why they, would you even debut it if it's not finished? I don't know, Maria. <laughs> this is the question I've been debating for... At least it's not... At least it's not... I think it... I can't even remember what title it was. I think it's the universal title in the WWE that looks like it's made out of fruit roll-up. I mean, that's it kind has, of... like that weird, red, oh. like that texture grossness where I'm like, this looks like baby bell wax. They don't even have that championship anymore. It's the blue-backed one now, which looks way better. I don't even better. know what's happening in that promotion. I don't even know. It's fair. Do you know how many WWE shirts I'm getting rid of? All of them? I don't know. 
Uh, no, I'm keeping my Cesaro ones and my my mojo. Perfect. My moj. Um, All right. So the A the AEW Dynamite the AEW Dynamite uh, started out with the inner circle uh, and a entire shipment of Stadium Stampede Championship shirts. Wow. That's a lot of shirts that they can no longer sell because they are not the champions. Here comes the Kung Pao reference. That's a lot of nuts. That's a uh, lot of nuts. <laughs> Dude. This was very funny. It's so good. I love how um, Ortiz is still yelling because he can't hear. Yes. Oh, my God. I was like, he is so funny. Like, they're just all so incredible. And their chemistry all together is just like so well put together. It's like so good. Yeah. Just that entire, all of their segments are so funny. Love it. Love them. Love them. Oh, so good. But we got the entrance video and they changed it. Like yeah. the, the opening credits and best friends hugging is on there. Oh, and I my God. lost my mind a little bit. There I was like, my boy, my boy dust is in the you opening credits. The of, in the opening credits of a TV show in the year 2020. My God. Remember when he used to make kids cry in like 2006? I do. And had a mullet. <laughs> good shit. Amazing. Oh, I love him. So, yes, this is a good question that you have here, Marianne. My question is that why does SCU and the British punks, I don't even know what they're called, get shot at the titles when they are not the number one contenders? That's a good question. And why I have passing up my boys. I have no idea, but I do know that whomever we'll get to that match in a second, but whoever wins the tag title match, the best friends will face them regardless at Fighter Fest. So they are getting a title shot. It's just not happening soon. I don't know. It's weird. That's so strange. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, I was like, that, that, like, ladder to success is very weird. But speaking yeah. of best friends, I, because of this whole um, quarantine thing, I've been getting, like, a lot. And obviously, I've been cleaning out my closet. And I have a whole fucking gigantic box of all cosplay stuff. Uh -huh. I didn't get my vest until after Fanime. So I'm going to be breaking out and polishing my Chuck Taylor one. Oh, yeah. And I also... I'm going to be polishing up my orange Cassidy. Actually, I don't need to polish it up. It's perfect. Um, yes. And, but posting it, but doing like, uh, like, like Chikara era orange Cassidy where he has the green tights underneath his ripped pants. Oh my God. Cause now he doesn't wear the ripped pants anymore, but that's like first generation orange Cassidy. Yeah. And that's the one I cosplay. And I'm going to be like, remember when I did this before everyone else did, you know, orange, <laughs> I did orange gym before everyone else. Yes. But yeah, it's like I have that whole outfit that I, and I want to recreate some iconic photos like the one where he's like uh, lounging in the ring, just eating a sandwich yeah. and he gives the thumbs up or the one where he's walking in and he's got a breakfast burrito or a burrito or something and he's crawling off of the ramp and he's only wearing one shoe. <laughs> and it's just him with like a burrito and he's only got one shoe on and he just looks like a fucking mess. Redoing that one for sure. Ugh. God, I just want to recreate some of those photos. And I know, like, yeah, I'm going to see if I can get Ariel to send me the Trent one back because I want to, but I'll be like the whitest Trent ever. I'd have to spray tan myself like <laughs> orange to look like Greg. But yeah, I was just confused by that, why they would pass them up with like number one contenders. And yeah. I was like, this is weird. And I was like, especially since um, Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc don't even have a tag name. Well, I mean, our tag team champions don't have a tag team name. You know what, John? Remember when we said match your tights so we know it's real? 
Yeah. Why is that not applying here? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I never noticed with Hangman Page and Kenny Omega, mostly because I like them so much individually that I'm willing to look past it. Yeah. Um, I will say uh, Jimmy Havoc with the blue eyeshadow look. Yes. I dig the shit out of that. All right. Well, we'll, I mean, we'll get to, yeah, we'll get we'll, to them. We'll get, we'll get, to, get to them. But yeah. The first, the first match. Though. First match. We opened with a six man tag team match between the private party and Joey Janela taking on cool. the young bucks and Matt Hardy. And before, and talking, yeah. before uh, we have a backstage segment where the Young Bucks say, can we get a different version of you tonight? And we go through, I think, three Hardys until we get to, I believe this is before WWE Hardy, uh, which was great. I really liked this. I thought it was fun. It, and he somehow, he comes out and he somehow looks 10 years younger. It's absolutely He crazy. looked insanely younger and in better shape for some reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, why did he look so much younger? This is really weird. Yeah. It's so yeah, you're it was very strange. But that segment was very funny. I was like, oh, this is good shit. So are we tooting? We got we got a couple of uh tooting and booting here or pinfall and DQ. DQ being guys help us out with that one. Yeah, we need some help here. Okay, so is it a pinfall or a DQ for the Young Bucks outfits? Okay, so well for one thing. Um, and I had Josh with me watching this. And Josh is a uh, fashion aficionado. Uh-huh. He spent $400 on a cardigan once when we were in San Francisco. This uh-huh. is not a joke. I will never forget it for as long as I live. And we both noticed the same thing at the same time. Those vests that the Young Bucks were wearing did not match the rest of their gear. Okay. Um, I love me a good zebra print. But these random holes, and we've talked about this before, those random like patched holes that had like weird like pinking shears fringe around it, like the chunky patches. I hate that. Yeah. We've covered that and I hate it, but I love zebra print and I get really confused with the Young Bucks. I'm going to boot this look mostly because they're usually so cohesive. All they're right. usually really cohesive and those vests look like they went for a different outfit. Okay. All right. So Matt Hardy's uh, OG purple tights. What are we doing with that? Okay. Uh, they give me very fist vibes. So I'll let that question answer itself. Absolutely. Um, but fuck those ugly ass coattails that Mark Quinn wears. All right. I hate them. I, I agree. Um, but I will say, I, I don't know. If you're going to wear coattails, at least have it be like a fitted waistcoat type thing. Right. But it's just hanging down like you had extra fabric that you didn't cut off your shirt. I will say, uh, private party, we haven't seen them in a while, and I'm kind of digging them now. I mean, no, I guess they did the screaming again. Well, they did do the screaming, but it was at least in a a move is about to be done to me, not I'm doing a move. It was more Chuck Taylor esque, if if you will. The move still is being still done still to me. From no, the screaming still sucks, but at least it was used in yeah. a different manner. Yeah. And it's like, they're, they're, what's weird is they'll do the screaming, but they never, it's funny because they always do it when the camera's not on them. So you just hear a random scream. Yeah. So it's not having the effect that they wanted to have and they keep doing it, but it's never shown. Yeah. And I'm like, you need to, I was like, you, I was like, first of all, it's not working. I was like, if Chuck Taylor did that, he would do it at a timing, like a more appropriate timing. Absolutely. Because like, he's a professional and he's the best and I love him. But, um, it, I, that trio of people is just so bizarre. And Joey Janela's hair. <laughs> oh my God. I, I, I. So during the match, the, I believe the blade gets a super kick for his trouble on the outside. Yes. 
yes. things start to. I think it was on, it was on accident. Yes, it was very much on accident. Things start to break down. Um, things are just everybody is flying all over the place. Um, unfortunately, I haven't I haven't read anything, but it looked like Mark Quinn got hurt. Um, on a, I think it was a tope to the outside. Yeah, and um, oh, the double tope, yes. Mm-hmm. And after uh, the match, Matt Hardy was being a good uncle, the good yes, uncle he is to yes. help him. It was cute, and I was like, he's like the weird but harmless uncle of wrestling. Yeah. So, oh, sorry about that. In the middle of, uh, can you hear me, Marianne? Hello. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Happen. So I just got a, um, a an alert to my phone, and it just fucked up my entire call. It was basically just saying that um, it's a county-wide 6 p.m. curfew. Oh, at least it's not 3 p.m. That would be garbage. Yeah, true. Because so, 3 p.m. is ideal Taco Bell time. Absolutely. So, okay. Um, yeah, Matt Hardy being a, being a good guy, helping Mark to the back. Just cute, creepy uncle. Um, but like harmless, creepy uncle. Right. Uh, Butcher and the Blade are mad. They get in the ring. They're beating up uh, the Young Bucks and a... Fucking Andy looks like a goddamn mess. <laughs> and a an old trucky car thing rolls up. Trucky car thing? It was just a truck. Yes, a truck rolls up. And here come, <laughs> here come FTR. Um, I was so excited for Making this. their debut... Uh, and it looks like they're going to help on the attack on the Young Bucks, but they end up attacking the Butcher and the Blade. They use a fucking spike pile driver. Clearly not. In, we're not in WWE anymore, and they kind of just leave. I will say, um, as cool as it was to see them, this debut, I mean, we already did a car thing the week before, and now we're doing another car thing, and I will say Chuck Taylor had the funniest tweet where he Why said, is it not alerting me when they, he says shit? You, I, have it, I bet you he did it so I can't see them. Wow. Fucking he, ass. What did he say? It. You're going to be, you are going to be reading me a Chuck Taylor tweet that I don't know about. Let me find it. I'm going. Unless he deleted it like the asshole he is. He could have. Let me see if he I can find it. He fucking does that all the goddamn time. I did. I did message him and I was like, I can't wait for you to wrestle Cash Wheeler. And I was like, because my vagina will be so happy. He only Speaking has. Cash Wheeler in those dark wash jeans. They Cash Wheeler in those dark wash jeans like belong in my vagina right now. My He's God. so hot. And he also. He's so hot. You just made the list. Also, um, he did delete it. Oh my god! God he, damn it! Because he only has seven seven tweets right now, and I can only see two seven of seven tweets in general. Yeah, and I. Oh bl- my god! Why does he keep he's he does it on purpose because he knows it makes people mad. So I think the tweet read something to I can't wait to drive up to the ring in my Honda Civic. I believe was the tweet. It was something like that. And he's not lying. He does have a Honda Civic. I do too. <laughs> I also have a Honda. Yeah. Yay. At least I think he has. I know he has a sedan. I remember him telling me that once. But um, I am very excited for this. I remember posting about it. I think I may have, like, I posted about it before it happened. I think, obviously, because it aired at a different time for right, me. Right, right. But the sound kept cutting out on this um, because I the recording on the TV when I was, because uh, obviously I have it set the DVR, um, it was doing that weird thing again. Where oh, it was wow. like fuzzy and cutting out. And so I had to put it on the TNT website, but the sound kept cutting out. Weird. So there's like parts of it that I couldn't hear, but um, at least I got to hear the Moxley part. So, yeah. So uh, old John Moxley is here and um, he uh, he sits down and they're like, hey, champ. And he's like, 
Oh, I just fought Brody Lee last night, and it was crazy, and he's the best, and Brian Cage is crazy. Did you see his crazy. bruised tailbone? No, I didn't. Oh, my God. He tweeted a picture, and he was like, just in case you guys want to know what a bruised tailbone looks like, it's fucking gross. Oh, I bet. It's just like his ass crack, but it's like a huge black, like, it is nasty looking. Gross. Yeah, but, um, he, but it's also a shot. He's shirtless when he does it, and he's just covered in our what are obviously barbed wire scars. <laughs> Lit. <laughs> what a badass! Um, but my question for you is: Who are all these people in the audience? Like, yeah, who are all these people? Who are all these chads in the audience? Yeah, who they were like right? the broiest bros, and, and I have then, like, no the, idea who like they the were. Sluttiest looking girls, and I was like, what? I was like, I vote that there's too many of them to be considered safe. What? Wait, which girl are you talking? Girls? No, there's just girls in the audience that just looked like they were like, "You're here because you're pretty." Oh, okay. Well, did you see Allie was in the audience? Yeah, I know, but she was with all the wrestlers. Yeah, did I? Did we? Did I write a note about that? No, she was huh. flirting with Apple Guy. Yeah, she's flirting with Apple Guy. She's apparently not the not the bunny anymore. Um, so man, I really fucking hope they figure out what they're doing with her very soon. It's gonna no, you know what's gonna be? It's gonna be another uh, Alexa Bliss situation. You just made the list. So great. Do you, do you know what I it's do? You fun. know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it'll be great shit. <laughs> so it'll be good shit. Um, you guys fucking suck. I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Basically. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we had Bri- Brian Cage's dynamite we debut. Need, we need to talk about this. I when Brian Cage came out during this pay per view. I went, are you kidding me? I was like, I cannot get away from this fucking guy. <laughs> I've been watching Brian Cage wrestle for years. I've seen him so many times that I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to sleep now. Like Swolverine to the max. But it also makes me question what are the drug rules of AEW? Because there's no wage. Way sorry, <laughs> there's no way this that is, Cage naturally is that massive. This has been. And I mean, a, it's been speculated for years. Yeah, speculated for years. Speculated on Twitter very recently. Uh, I don't know. Um, that's really all I can say. It's like I. He's fucking huge. Yeah. Yes. He's not very tall though. He's like wider. He's wider than he is. Yeah. He's tall. yeah. But. Do you remember that time we went to that wrestling show and the main event was like Brian Cage versus somebody and we were like, okay, bye. And Teddy then like Hart. half the building cleared out. Oh yeah, Teddy Hart. That was a ridiculous situation. <laughs> that was New Year's. At least half, like more than half the people had good sense to leave. You didn't leave fast enough because Priscilla Kelly was playing the piano. And I know, sing. I'm so mad. Missed it. Yeah, but Brian Cage, like. <sighs> so this was basically, a, and basically is not right. This was a, a squash match. Um Brian Cage showing off his strength, hitting the drill claw, which is the craziest finishing move of all time. It used to be my creator wrestler's finisher in WCW. It was actually my creator wrestler's finisher as long as I could make it a finisher in all of the Nintendo 64 games. And then when 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 you couldn't make it a finisher, what was your finisher? I don't know. That's a that's actually a really good question. And I don't know how I would find that out. Damn. Um, yeah. But of course, Cage makes that look like absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like. Oh, yeah. It's he makes it look like nothing. He treats people like they're condiment packets and just like tosses them around. I don't know where that analogy came from. But it, Taz, my thing with Taz 
is why would they tease the whole Darby Allen thing at all with Taz and then just have Brian Cage come out with Taz and then drop the... I was like, what was that for? Were uh, they just trying to like remind people that Taz was there? It almost seems like it is a, okay, Darby, you're not going to listen to me. I'll bring in a guy who will listen to me and I'll sh- and uh, you'll see exactly what's going to happen. That's what it okay. feels like. So I, I don't know. But uh, Taz gets on the mic. He cuts a promo on Moxley. And I love that Moxley's just smiling at him like he just like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to fight him because he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. And that's my favorite thing about Moxley is like as unpredictable as he is. And I have said this a million times on this podcast because it was the same thing with Dean Ambrose. As unpredictable as he can be, he's also extremely predictable. Yeah. And I know that doesn't sound like it makes sense. But if you really listen to it, you're like, you don't know what he's going to do. But it's to the point where you're like. I predict he's going to do something ridiculous, but I don't know what it's going to be. You can't even really guess what it's going to be. But predicting his reactions are very easy. He's super easy to read. Yeah. And I, I like, he's so funny. He always gives me exactly the, the exact response that I want him to have, which yeah. is like a good shit. Yeah. It's like he doesn't take crap from anyone, but I just, dude, all you had to do was ask. Such a good response. Next up, we had a goat tier segment. With Britt Baker and Rebel and Tony Schiavone. This was... Tony's face. (laughs) The first shot of him when she's coming out and they're like waiting for her to come out. And he's standing there and he knows he's in this situation. He was 100% making what I call a John Pingle face. (laughs) And this entire thing, Tony was just one giant John Pingle face. And this was also a very John Pingle segment. Yes. Good shit. Yes. Um. She, so Britt Baker's in the wheelchair with Pyro, which I found very f- hilarious. Uh, she starts to go basically full Jericho on the conspiracy theory. Uh, this was great shit. She brought out the cork board with you know connecting lines, and she blamed uh, Aubrey for everything. And then the last one, she was like, she was somewhere because she wasn't there when it happened. Yes, conspirator. <laughs> and she just kept saying conspirator. And I love uh, Chris Statlander. You being an alien is a crock of shit. I died. <laughs> I, read that, I read that note and I was like, please let that be verbatim what she said. And it was. Oh, my God. Yeah. And uh, she confirmed she will be back at All Out. Um, and Britt Baker, what a 180. What a 180. <laughs> and also she's a role model in the pun sense. Yes. In the Fucking pun sense. Good shit. Uh, we had the Baker is punny, you guys. I love it. We had uh, the inner circle up next, and Dude. Uh, we had Orange Cassidy walk through, just walking through uh, and interrupting them. Jericho took notice and said, "Did he really just do that?" And I'm pretty sure. Are we going to down the line here have an Orange Cassidy Chris Jericho match? If I asked you this like five years ago, would you ever believe that would happen? No, no, I would not. Exactly. There's so many things about AEW where I'm like, if I asked you about this, would you ever think that was possible? I was thinking about this. I was driving uh, when I was driving to Starbucks today. I was like watching the old um, Pop and Dogs Talking Hogs or Officer and a Gentleman videos. The way that they mark out over certain people, it's like they never thought that they would ever work with them. Yeah. And it's crazy to hear how much they idolize Jerry Lynn and now they like work with him. Yeah. It's you know nuts. what I mean? So it's, it's like, oh my God. And it's, it's crazy because uh, Chuck Taylor was always like, I can't believe nobody called me like, like a bottom tier, like Jericho ripoff. <laughs> 
And then now he works with Jericho. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like really weird. And I'm like, oh my God, like this is such a fast forward in his career. I'm like so happy for like everyone that's like, you really, really have made it, you know? And I just think it's fucking fantastic. But I think the best thing is um, the interview guy, who's great, by the way. Um, Jericho says, shut your ass, you fathead. <laughs> I fucking Alex Marvez died. Yes. I died. That was so funny. Just shut your ass, you fathead. Because those are two, like, shut your ass is one of his things. And fathead is, like, a term I have not heard of forever. But yeah. it's such a Jericho term. Yes. I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to use that in real life. Kind of, like, side note, there's a lot of phrases that I wish I could see used in real life situations uh-huh. or use. Shut your ass, you fathead. I can't wait to use that. And also... I'll stir fry you in my walk. All of the BC boys intergalactic. (laughs) My God. I'll stir fry you in my walk. I want to see that used in an actual argument. Absolutely. Make Um, it happen, someone. Up next, we had our new AEW women's champion, Hikara Shida, taking taking on Christy Janes. Yes, this match was indeed a yawn. Uh, but, James, Brazilian with the least Brazilian name of all time. Yes. I, uh, kind of overkill. Chris, please admit that that was an overkill outfit. It's like we fucking get it. Wow. Uh, Hikaru Shida winning with the Falcon Arrow. I'm there for it. Um, I fast forwarded through it. That's fine. Um, up next, we had it, it was during the commercial break. We had Hangman and Kenny hanging out in a hotel room. And they found the cameras in their room. Now I, I don't did not get that segment. It yeah. didn't happen on my on my um There was no my, audio. It was not in the recording. There was no audio to it. Uh it was just hangman like finding the camera in their hotel room. And I'm not sure if that was supposed to be like a bit for, you know, just like a funny bit where it's like, oh, there's a camera in here recording us, or if it was more supposed to be more of someone is spying on us, but I couldn't really tell because there was no dialogue to it. That's uh, so weird. Up next, we had Cody, the TNT champion, coming out. With WWE levels of unnecessary pyro. Yes, the belt is still incomplete, which is fucking annoying. But I will say, I mean, if I'm tooting or booting anything, uh, I, I'm sorry, if I'm pinfalling or DQing anything, uh, Cody's suit gets the pinfall from me. I mean, I yeah, loved sure. It. Loved it. Um, to me, he still looks like a character from a Dilbert comic. It's fine. Some of those guys had style. I don't know. If his tie curled at the end. Oh, I wish. You lost my goddamn mind. That would have been great. <laughs> and, you know, just another killer Cody promo. I will also say the Go Home show that we didn't cover didn't have Cody on it cutting a promo trying to get people hyped for not only his match but the pay-per-view, which I thought was really strange, but... I didn't even notice because I still was like, oh, this is pay-per-view. I'm down for this. Yeah, but he was not like it didn't it needed it for me. Right. He was super hyped for being the TNA champion. And every week is uh, I'm sorry, the TNT champion. Whoops. Yeah, you said TNA belt at yep. the beginning, by the way, and I got confused, and I was like, there's no other belt he would be talking shit about <laughs> except the one I think he's so talking shit about. The TNT championship. Um, it's going to be an open challenge every week. And he, he ended by saying, this is where the fun begins. I'm excited. This should be, this should be a fun little run. It was, it was, yes, it was obviously Cody is fantastic with his promo skill. It's, it's like, where was this before? There's so, do you remember Cody in a mustache? Yes. 
I just remembered that right now, and I'm very upset that I remembered it. But he used the word nepotism in this. And so every time somebody says nepotism, period, uh, it reminds me of that one scene from School of Rock where Jack Black is talking with all the other teachers about getting beat out of a spot in the Polish Philharmonic by Yo-Yo Ma's cousin, Lil Nepotiz. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's like, you know who did get it? Yo-Yo Ma's cousin, Lil Nepotiz. <laughs> and there's a whole, there was a, I, mean, I died what, every time I hear it. And I, I looked it up for some reason because I didn't know how to spell Nepotiz. Although I couldn't, you wouldn't have known any better. Nope. And I looked it up and somebody posted on Reddit, why is it that I spent most of my life thinking that Yo-Yo Ma actually had a cousin named Lil Nepotiz? <laughs> and I was like, bless this person. My goodness. But I'll never, I'll ne- like nepotism is a word I will never use. I'll just say nepotiz every time. There you go. Uh, that movie, need to watch that again. That's a oh, yeah. classic. Absolutely. Uh, up next, we had Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc taking on SCU. Um, I really, I mean, this match was fine. We had uh, the catapult eye poke was very funny. Um, I Yeah, this is where we saw Jimmy with that blue eyeshadow. Usually it's like red yes. or black, but the blue looked fantastic on him. And I hardly ever say that. Blue on drag queens is one thing. Mm-hmm. That's what's meant to stand out. Blue, when you cannot wear blue as an everyday look, because then you just look like Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister. Yeah. But with Jimmy's overall style in general, it was mostly black, but with like a blue touch and his eyes are like the exact same color. He has like the most crystal blue, beautiful eyes. Um, But Tony goes out there and makes a sarcastic joke about Jimmy Havoc being ruggedly handsome. And I said, whoa, Tony, watch it, you fathead. (laughs) Um, I was upset. Because Jimmy Havoc is a lovely man. Uh, that being said, my brother stole my Jimmy Havoc shirt when he moved to Colorado. What? I'm also, John, my brother moved out of my dad's house and now lives with his friend in a big-ass house. And I am now the last one that lives at home. All of my siblings have moved out. Okay. Well, no pressure. You guys, I am I am in a mental state right now. No pressure. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, match was okay. Uh, Scorpio Sky hot tag, always great. But uh, Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc with the big old upset, and they just beat former. They cheated. Well, I mean, that's that's the gimmick. That's the gimmick. I know, but are they ever, are they even good without her being there? Probably not. They're three and one uh, total, and they they just beat the former tag champion. So, I guess it makes sense with the title shot. Yeah, it's it's very. to me, it's very obviously like cliche with that kind of setup, but it's like, why, how much does she have to interfere before they fucking kick her out? Because she's obviously interfering. Right. And like, she's interfering even when a wrestler, like even when the referee sees it and they don't do anything. Right. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, really? I'm only forgiving you because you have sparkly Doc Martens and (laughs) I feel bad for you because you have a five head, but that's like, sorry, it's shoot week. Shoot. Every week, Shoot. but yeah, just going going off that mean tangent. Speaking of mean people, MJF. Holy crap! Um, God, this was great. Get that man, some caffeine. Well, this was great because he got all fired up, and then Wardlow tried to interrupt him, and he yelled at Wardlow, and then backed down. It was a very interesting segment. Yeah, I wonder where that's going to go. We shall see. Uh, we had the TNT Championship match battle royal thing. Uh, Orange Cassidy comes out. He is immediately jumped by Santana and Ortiz, and he is out for the rest of the match until the end. See, I've seen him do this before. 
Yeah. When I saw him wrestle uh, WrestleMania weekend, uh, it was a battle royal. Uh, he came out and he promptly fell asleep halfway down the ramp <laughs> and was the last two. Again, he finally got up and was like, I guess I'll get in the ring, which is like I was like, oh, he's just going to come back. But like last minute, because yeah. it's, it's his jam. But, um, yeah. This, you know, it's a battle royal. It's it's a thing that happened. Um, I don't like battle royals. Yeah, I'm kind of souring. I mean, the only sort of match that I like like this is the Royal Rumble, obviously. Uh, battle yeah, royals. Because are, that's like because battle royals is like they like they all come out at once. Yeah. So there's no like suspense and it just immediately starts as a clusterfuck. So there's not because usually what happens is when it's a Royal Rumble, it at least has like a storyline doesn't really work. But you know that there's like you get used to as many people going in. Yeah. And people get eliminated. So it's not going to be literally everybody in there at the exact same time. So like Battle Royals are just like giant clusterfucks and I don't even know what to pay attention to. So it's like, I hate them. Yeah. They're also like Battle Royals are also used for like low card people. Yeah. I mean, at like indie shows. Yeah. Most for the most part. And also like if you looked in the ring, you could basically. Well, and I was like, oh, I basically know who's going to win this. But I was surprised that Jungle Boy did end up pulling it out. I, who did you think was going to win? I thought it was going to be Orange Cassidy. Really? Yeah. When I first started, I was like, they've been hyping up um, Scorpio Sky, like going, like doing a singles career. I thought Scorpio Sky was going to win mm, yeah, for like the entire time because I'm so used to Orange Cassidy being like, that would have been fucking funny, though. Yeah. Um, it, it was, uh, I mean, I, I don't think we really need to go too, too much into it. Um, we need to talk about that Superman elbow that Cassidy has been using. Oh, he's, he's throwing it's fucking that. Lit. Yeah, it's great. He was throwing that for sure. Uh, so oh, obviously it looks so good. It's like, yeah. he has to, he has to wait. He has to save up literally all of his energy just for one burst of that movie. Yes. And that's it. Um, he can only do it once. Yeah. So jungle boy ends up winning. Um, and then we, Move on to the inner circle pep rally, which the beginning what was, was the jungle boy tweet that made you laugh really hard. Oh, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> jungle Jack Jack Jungle ju uh, Jungle Boy. Let me see if I can find the uh, if I can you guys, find John it. John I like like could not handle himself. I, I, yeah, here it is. John, I have not heard John like laugh this hard. <laughs> like <laughs> Jungle Boy's name should be Jungle Jack Jack Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> that is i i read that tweet and i was like laughing hysterically for a very long time and it is it is my, my favorite tweet ever i remember watching jungle boy like at apw shows and people just constantly doing george of the jungle references yeah and I, everybody's like george of the jungle references but the only thing i see is just mimi siku so because my mind just goes straight to jungle to jungle right which, how weird is it that Mimi Siku ended up being um, fucking what's-his-name from being human? It's crazy. It's the fucking weirdest thing in the world. I was watching Stargate last night. I stupidly decided to marathon that. I watched like seven episodes and my brain almost fell out of my head because that show is mind-blowing. Yeah. And one of the episodes, it was it was uh, the, the antagonist in the episode was played by fucking Corey Matthews' dad from Boy Meets World. Huh. And this episode came out at the same time that Boy Meets World was on air. I was like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> it was it was strange just seeing some some people like out of that. But yeah, that was I don't even remember his. What was that character's name on Being Human? I oh, my God, John, like, why are you not more disappointed in me? Is Aiden, Sally. Oh, boy. Somebody some awesome fan is some listener is like 
totally on this, but I don't even. Give me a minute. It was Josh. Josh, yes. Wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Had to be Josh. That's what I thought. It was just a very stereotypical white boy name. But anyways, yeah, that match was a thing that happened. Uh, Jungle Jack Jack Jungle. (laughs) (laughs) Jungle Jack Jack Jungle. I love it. I love it. It's the best. So the the pep rally, Vicky Guerrero does intros for everyone, which is she amazing. Be screaming like this when she's 90 because it's incredible. Um, everyone was giving each other gifts. They were not as great as last time. I thought the hit me up mobi- uh, mobile was pretty funny. My coworker had to use one of those when she uh, broke her ankle. Oh, my God. Yeah. Those are fun. She let me ride around the office on it. Nice. I will yeah. also say um, Jake Hager's poem was brilliant, and I love Just that. steadily getting more and more angry. It reminded me yes. of something, and I can't remember what it is. And I love it. When he was done, he, he said, the end. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Thank God you guys are giving him a microphone. Um, Mike, Mike, yeah, Mike Tyson comes out with a bunch of guys and then some weird-looking guy. <laughs> The guy who uh, Jericho the, wanted his head on a platter. Yes, he did. And fucking Sammy Guevara was like, I couldn't get his head on a platter, but I got you the next best thing, a cheese platter. But I was like, dude, it should have been a platter of just Tyson chicken McNuggets. That would have been funny. <laughs> just a pyramid of that. But he, did he get him a cheese platter or like a veggie? It was a cheese platter. It was a cheese platter. Any platter. It was so funny. And it, somebody ate it. I'm. I don't know what that was about. But dude, if it was Tyson chicken nuggets, I would have been so like that excited. Been funny. That sounds so good right now. I think I want to go get the popcorn chicken from Jack in the Box. Yeah, which is very good, by the way. Have you had their mini tacos yet? No, I haven't. They have baby tacos. Ooh, interesting. Indeed. So Mike Tyson comes out with his posse, which included some guy who put like eye black around his eyes. And there was some people that really wanted that TV attention. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck that guy was. That guy ripped his shirt off at the same time as Mike Tyson, who couldn't even get his shirt off completely, which was so funny to me. Yeah. I have. And then he's like flexing and like getting in Chris Jericho's face. He's like, okay, you look great. Apologize to me. Okay, we get it. You look great. Uh, yeah, it was it was weird, but um, yeah. John, the, I really want chicken nuggets right this, now. The segment I had chicken nuggets yesterday. Oh, how dare you! I had McDonald's chicken nuggets. That's what I was thinking. I wanted actually. Yeah, it was good. It was it was mm. a good choice on my part. But um, yeah, it looks like we're gonna get Tyson Jericho. Uh, I I really don't know. We'll see what's what's gonna happen with that. But all right, I guess. I love the callback to why they why he doesn't yes like the him. call the the historical callback was pretty funny. Um, I love how how Jericho's perfectly willing to remind people exactly how old he is. Yes. Like Absolutely. It, how long and illustrious his career is, but the fact that he can still do it is like crazy to me. Yeah, it's it's pretty nuts. Um, next week on or this week technically on on AEW Dynamite, we are getting. Hold on for a second. We need to talk about how he Judas effect the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars mascot. Oh, yes, that was... And then put a cone on his head and laugh like a witch again, which is my favorite Jericho thing that he's ever done. Yeah. Oh, my very, God. Very funny. Um, yeah, that whole stampede thing with the horse and everything, I was like, I was like, we need to record, and then we did record, and I was like, damn, I was like on a high about how funny that entire thing was. Yeah, so uh, this week on AEW, we're going to be getting an FT... 
and FTR, which stands for Fuck the Rest. No swearing. Um, they're going to sit down with Tony Schiavone and talk about stuff. I don't know. We're going to get Cody defending the TNT Championship against Jungle Boy. Uh, we're going to have Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega defending the AEW World Tag Team Championship against Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc. Brian Cage is going to wrestle. And Are we're they all- going to let Penelope be ringside? It says with Penelope, so she will be God there. God damn it. And then we're also um, going to have... My niece is Penelope. I'm sorry? And when My niece, her yeah. name is Penelope. And when um, my sister was pregnant, they didn't know if she was going to have a boy or a girl, uh-huh. but they knew that they wanted, if she had a girl, she was going to name her Penelope. Right. And my little nephew, Seamus, who I call Seamus, yes. um, said, if it's a boy, you should name him Penelope Boy. And so now I just call her Penelope Boy. Penelope Boy. That's amazing. <laughs> so, so I just call her Penelope Boy now. Amazing. And so my mom's like, oh, Penelope here. And I was like, uh, we don't call her Penelope in this house. It's Penelope Boy, which is like... Seamus, Seamus is like, and he think he treats me like I hung the moon and the sun in the sky. He fucking loves me. Amazing. He's the one that I gave the little, uh, the little belt to I have a picture of him when he's like a toddler yes. holding the championship belt. He yes. is the best, but yeah, Penelope boy. Uh, so <laughs> Brian cage will, uh, be in action. We'll also see Nyla Rose take on big swole, which should be interesting. And, uh, Chris Jericho. He don't even like you. He don't even like you. Chris Jericho versus Colt Cabana. So it uh, should be an interesting dynamite. Battle of the men with similar physiques. There you go. Let's see here. We've got some We've got some questions and some toots it and boots it. Yes. So I'm looking. I have one from Dan and one from Gavin. Or Dan, they both have a couple. Right. Da- well, Are da- those the ones that you have? Yeah. Dan has um, two toot or boots. Um, he has... Um, I believe it's Ita from Dragon Gate. And if I, I said it. that wrong, I apologize. You don't like it. I hate it. All right. What do, what are we thinking well, here? Well, for so, one thing, the bottom part of it's velvet. Yes. I can tell. And you know how I feel about velvet. Velvet is okay on Velveteen Dream. Velvet is only marginally acceptable if it's the racing striped on the side of fucking Chuck Taylor's tights. Right. I was so mad at him when he had that. But this, it looks poorly made. My God. It looks poorly made, and I don't like the designs around it. And then to have like a road sign on the back. <laughs> okay, so it, you're... it's like they took a bunch of um, taffeta is not the right word. Like and just like tacked it on there, and it just looks like it's messy. And okay, I can see that. It literally looks like a hot glue job. What do you think of besides like the actual color of it? Do you think what do you think of the uh, boy? idea? The idea of the, the, you know, if you stripped it away and just had no color or the sign or any embroidering on it. it if it was more fitted, because right now with that, just like that, it literally just looks like he like would be like naked underneath. Right. I don't, I don't know. I don't like how I'm okay with the color scheme. Yeah. The color scheme. And I can't fine. really tell the material on the top, but I do know that has to be velvet on the bottom. Right. Um, Crushed velvet even. Oh boy. I uh, I mean, I like the idea of it. Um I mean, I I kind of like it in general, but I do like the idea of the jacket, kind of like it it it's it's nice up top and it kind of looks yeah, tattered at the bottom. More, it needs to be more fitted, not like super fitted like a Matt Hardy jacket, but maybe cinched in a little bit at the waist and so right. it doesn't look so shapeless. But I I think that they had a specific 
idea or a specific attitude or whatever that's coming across, but it honestly looks like uh, your first ring gear. Ooh. Like, right. I don't like it. It's, it's, it just, it, li- mm. it looks really poorly made. Goodness. Like I can see the seams on the, I can see the seaming on the side between the gold and the red. And it's just, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. Oh yeah. I see that. It, it looked like they went crazy at Joanne's for just like, <laughs> yeah, it's ugh, no, I don't like it. Actually, Dan has three now that I'm looking here. Oh my God, Dan. If you click Are you overloading me with shit now too. If you click on, on, uh, Chihiro Hashimoto's gear, there's another one underneath that. Really? So yes. Hold on. Oh, me sees. Okay. So uh, Chihiro, Chihiro Hashimoto from Sendai Girls. What are we thinking here? It's um, it's um, you you Chihiro, got it. You isn't got it. that the name of the girl from Spirited Away? I have no idea. What do you think? John, <laughs> I'm looking it up um, right now. Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, I'm looking at this. Hold on. Okay, I love. Okay, so just the bottom of this where it's got the triangles. Yes. I love how it's opposite. Oh shit! I, I didn't even been, notice that. That's great. Yeah, I, it, although one of them, the triangles are like different sizes. Like one of them's really small, and the other one's really big. Yeah, I like how it's even. So it's it's like the only thing I could think to put this with. She reminds me of uh, Rose Tico from the Star Wars trilogy, um, oh. or she looks like her. But um, I. I can't stand it when people have, and I am guilty of this and I wish I wasn't because I obviously with this, I can't get it fixed, but when people have more tattoos on one side of their body than the other. And so if you have too much going on on one side of your outfit and it's not balanced out, that would drive me crazy. Okay. So this, she has everything perfectly placed. All right. So it's not like a situation with Shawn Michaels tights where it's like there's too much DX symbols like all right, over the right. place. Like, let's put one here and it's cleverly placed. I really like it. Um, I'm wondering about the studs because wrestling with those is probably really uncomfortable because yeah. they can come undone sometimes. And that is a puncture wound waiting to happen. Yeah. But um, I really like this. Her fucking muscles are sweet. <laughs> she It's like she she's why is she built like Big E? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the one underneath it, though. So that, that's a definitely a toot. Yes. I like the color combination, too. Yes. The one underneath it. Takumi Iroha. Yes. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Takumi was in a match that Dan sent me. And I think this is a candidate for match of the year for me. And I think it is actually from the picture that he has below, which is just a great quote. Takumi, you're so uh, damn cool. I'm just going to say, uh, Takumi, hair, absolute fucking toot. The hair. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Um, I, I hate loose-fitting pants. Yeah, you are not them. a fan. I hate them. I hate them. The only person that they are okay on, obviously, is uh, Ultramantis Black. Yes. And there's one other person that I realized recently that can wear them still, but I can't remember who it was. Um, yeah. This, it's like, oh, yeah, you can wear those. But it's. That's for, uh, sorry. That's still with the quote is from one of the it's from a stardom event in uh, in February. And it's. Uh, oh, her hair. It is one of my favorite matches of the year. They kick the shit out of each other. It's great. I hate those pants. Oh, no. And then there's like a belt there when there's like, it's not holding anything up. Like, what is it? Why is that there? Why is that strap there? And this is another thing that you guys should know. If you send me an outfit that's got pockets on the back that are not functioning pockets, it's a fucking boot. Automatic boot. 
It's an automatic boot. I fucking hate it. Also, things that are red and green put together and it's just fully Christmas. That is an automatic boot. I don't like this outfit. I hate the fringe. I hate the placement of the fringe. I, it's not, it literally. You're breaking Dan's heart right now. I hate this outfit, Dan. (laughs) I hate it. It just doesn't, it's not flattering. And what is that? Why is that belt there? I I mean, like I say this as wrestling is they have a belt as like a championship, like trophy thing. And it's just weird when they're like, or not, but it's like a thin belt. And I'm like, why does that piece need to be there if it's not like functioning or anything? But I hate, oh my God, the loose fitting pants. It's just like, my, the biggest thing to me is when somebody's wearing something and I'm like, it could be more flattering. Right. And so it's, it's, if it was more flattering, I would be more okay with it. But it's just like, it it doesn't fit properly, I guess. So yeah, that one's a boot. All right. Sorry, Dan. I'm so sorry, Dan. So uh, we had, what did we have? Oh, a Gavin who, Gavin, I don't know if. I don't follow. How do we know Gavin? Uh, Gavin follows me. Okay, I'm following. I'm following Gavin back right now. Gavin follows me on Twitter and Instagram. I will also say Gavin. His background picture on Twitter is of the Jurassic Park sign. So already a great follow. <laughs> uh, so he says, "What's your favorite piece of wrestling memorabilia that you have, and a dream item you would want?" Okay, I love this question. Let's tackle that first. The first one is I actually don't know gavin if i still have it my favorite piece of wrestling memorabilia was after marty scroll won bola he didn't have change when i was buying stuff from him so he gave me the topper of the umbrella he used to smack somebody with in the in the finals that's hilarious that was my favorite piece of memorabilia i don't know where it is at this moment but I think that's my favorite. Um, a dream item I would want. Um, I would want the uh, the the NWA television title. I love that title. It's one of my favorite title designs with the red backing, which is why I was so hopeful for the the TNT championship. Uh, yeah, that's something I would want. Like the legit heavy plated one. What about you, Marion? I'm sitting on the memorabilia. Oh, you got you have, have a chair. I I'm sitting on my Chris Cherico. It is uh, courtesy of uh, wrestling friend David, who I met through Nia. I don't know if you have met him as well. It's from Payback of 2017. Yes, and it's got uh, Chris Jericho on it, so I call it my Chris Jericho. Excellent. Um, I something I would want. My problem is half the time it's like I want something if it's going to be like take up a lot of room i would probably want it to be functional says the girl who has like 12 kylo ren pop figurines right but um and i just got another one in the mail i also finally landed a hux one so i don't need to worry about that anymore jaren uh because i've been asking for that for a while (laughs) um i think i would probably because i love it so fucking much i would want jericho's light up jacket oh yeah because that's like I saw that and I went, holy shit! I that fucking cool. love this. Yeah, I think cool. I yeah, Chris Jericho's light up jacket. Um, let me think. If there's anything else? I literally think that that's probably just that is that that light up jacket for sure, or probably something Brizongo related. Okay. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be good. Too. Oh no, I know. Jokingly, I want Cesaro's tearaway suit. <laughs> 
Fair. No, my my answer is Jericho's light up jacket. I, you know, sure, I think another. I have such a crush on it. I think another dream item I would want is one of uh, Tetsuya Naito's masks that he would wear to the ring. Ooh, he has a couple of those. That would be I actually, sweet. I actually have another one that's super embarrassing because I think I still have it. But bless everyone at PWG for thinking of me when this happened. Um, bless everyone. Um, I have. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. If he ever finds out I have this. Oh, my God. Um, I have, I think it was for when Chuck Taylor beat Zack Sabre Jr. for the title. Uh-huh. And because I think he was angry when he did it, he ripped off his wrist tape and he threw it into the audience. Not anywhere near me, mind you. And everyone somehow found a way to pass it down to me so I could have it. <laughs> I was Great. like, are you kidding me? And it was like Chuck Taylor's like sweaty wrist tape. And I used to hug him. He's like, oh, no, I'm sweaty. And I was like, first of all, let's not go there. Amazing. I was like, I will lick you. Like, I love you. Stop it. I talked to him like that. Can you believe it? Um, but yeah, so they they somehow found a way. Like everybody in that building, just obviously I'm known as crying Chuck Taylor girl. Everybody in that fucking building found a way to pass that fucking down to me. I was so like embarrassed. But at the same time, I was like, sweet and like probably slipped it into my purse but i know i had it for a while which i thought was super funny it's just like balled up wrist tape i also still have a ten dollar bill he gave me it's in a piggy bank of mine he gave me a ten dollar bill because he paid me for a beer and he threw it at me and i'm like i'm not a hooker oh my god he was like give me some worms and a beer (laughs) yeah this is an actual thing this is an actual thing that happened all right um gavin also asked i'm so embarrassed you guys uh if you could book any match, what would be the first match you would see live when it's safe to have crowds again? Ooh. If I could book any match. Hmm. I'm having a really hard time with this one. Um, awkward silence cast. Uh, Sorry, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out. Gavin, you need to understand that we're actually really, really thinking about this. Yeah, I mean, um, I would, I would for sure. I mean, Jonathan Gresham would be in in my in that match. Um, I mean, honestly, the 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 match I wanted to see, which is, I, I guess, I would just rebook Gresham and Bandito for the PWG Championship, which was a match we were supposed to be seeing. Um, which is a match we were supposed to be seeing. Uh, you know, but with the pandemic, we didn't get to see it. So I think that's the match I would for sure want to see because I'd love to see what they do in a one-on-one match. My biggest thing is I like seeing people go against each other that I know have like crazy history. So it's like, I think about it. I'm like, oh man, who would I want it? Like, but then I'm like trying to think of matches where it's like, I haven't already seen it at PWG. Yeah. Um, cause I've already seen Greg and Dustin fight each other. That was a, that was a doozy. Um, it was on Dustin's birthday, I think. And Greg had like a bag underneath the ring and it was like, happy birthday, Dustin. And it was full of thumbtacks. Oh my God. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, I was very emotionally conflicted during that match. Um, I think, shit. Um, I feel like I would want to see, I'm trying not to give Chuck Taylor as my answer. I'm really trying. Uh I'm trying to think of like an indie, like a, yeah, an indie one. Um, Shit. I miss seeing Mark Andrews wrestle. I just don't know who I would put Mark Andrews against. Hmm. I would love to see Mark Andrews wrestle Chris Hero again. That'd be fun. And, I, I mean, and that, also yeah. die again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. That match, full, it scared me. Um, 
fuck. Or like, ugh, I'm trying to think of like a Dan Housen versus somebody else's ridiculous. I mean, I'm Dan Housen, Orange Cassidy would be fun. That would be his, that would be so funny. Or if they had to team up. Oh my god, that'd be fun. Imagine because oh my god, Gaytanic Panic is still one of my favorite tag team names. Oh yes, um, and they were a great so tag team good. too. It was fun. Um, yeah, I can't even I can't even really think of one because there's so many people that I mean I've seen a lot of matches. But sometimes it's like, I don't know that I like it's a match I would love to see until it's announced. And I'm like, why have I not thought of that before? That would be amazing. But I feel like it would probably involve Orange Cassidy somehow, but in a, in a way where he actually wrestles, because it does frustrate me that he doesn't. He, I mean, he's steadily been doing more, but it frustrates me that he's not wrestling at least in bursts to the potential that he already is. Yeah, because I've seen him do fucking incredible things without a mask even. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I don't think I answered that question, but that's fine. That's fine. Uh, we're we're almost an hour and I, I hour really and a half chicken in. nuggets right now. Yeah. So let's let's get out of here. Uh, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Uh, just search Tornado Tag Radio. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moonsault. And you can follow John on Twitter at JP Thrice. I mean, Westeros Bacon Cheeseburger. Yes. Um, I have not had a, I haven't had Carl's Jr. I think the last time I had Carl's Jr. was with Josh like four or five years ago. Yeah. Um, so anyways, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify and SoundCloud too, if that's your jam. Uh, just search for Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well. Um, we cannot get better at what we do unless you rate and review us. Uh, possibly give us names for Toot and Boot because I feel like that's a copyright issue. Yeah. That is a drag race thing. Um... Anyways. That's me. That's me now. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com um, or patreon.com slash notlg. If you, um, if you can donate, that's fine. But also, I mean, there's a lot of other great causes you can donate to right now um, and also support your your independent artists who are fr- your friends. So support them as well. Um, I really want people to buy stuff from Dan Barry, you guys. Dan Barry is so funny. I have, he literally included in mine, he has a, bo- a Team Tremendous bottle opener, like a beer bottle opener. Nice. That's good shit. Give Dan Barry your money because I know he needs it. So there we go. There we go. So that is it for us this week. Join us again next week. And uh, there's only one thing left to do. So Marianne, if you will. Ring the bell. Fathead. <laughs> This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com.